Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, educate myself, and and um, just to look at the life, look at life, and look at spirituality different. And I'm looking at my microphone here, and I see I have a cobweb on it, hmm, wrapped around here. Obviously, a spider that's a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder where he is. <laughs> so, um, yes, I got some emails from you about my last podcast mm-hmm. about um, trimming the brain. I've obviously trimmed mine a lot. So, anyway, yes. So, I'll expand a little bit more on that, and then I'm going to talk about um, something else. Mm-hmm. So, the one thing to remember about everything, and you might have heard this before, I have, (laughs) that you are a spiritual entity having a physical experience. See, say that again. You are a spiritual entity having a physical experience. So the way that the spiritual entity, a.k.a. you, right, has the physical experience is through the body, through the senses in the body. You know, like the sense of smell, the sense of touch, um, you know, being able to see, being able to hear. So our spirit interacts with the physical world through these senses. So these senses send data back into the body, which then registers with the spirit, meaning you, and that's how you have the physical experience. Hmm? I hope you can understand that. This is how it works. Because you are sort of a non-physical entity, you know, like no one can really see you. They only see the physicalness of what's being created for you to have the experience. Like you can't see air, but it exists. If it didn't, you wouldn't be listening to this. You'd be dead, right? So that's how this works. So we come from, you know, another place, so to speak. And it's sort of proven when you were born, so to speak, right? And you come into the body and we sort of, you know, set up the body somewhat, you know, so that we can sort of have these experiences. I mean, some people have a greater sense of taste and, you know, all different kinds of things. So it's sort of like programming a computer to work how you want it to work or optimize it on how you want it to work best for you. I mean, you do it with your iPhones or phones, whatever you have. You optimize the phone you know, I want this app here and that app here so because I go to these things first and this is what I'm interested in. As bizarre as it sounds, it is not that different to what we do with the body when we come in. Do you see? So the body is the physical mechanism for us to experience the physical world. Because where we go after this and where we came before this is not physical. It's a different, and I don't want to sort of get into this, 
It's a different light dimension. And I'll say this, and this is going to go right over your head. All right. What you're actually looking at in the physical world is actually light that has been slowed down to represent a physical form. That's what it is. Where you go after this, it's not the same. The light still exists, and everything still exists, you know, a different way. But that's actually what it is. So the main thing to remember here is that your body is an instrument for your spirit to experience the physical world. And look at these things. You know, I haven't mentioned this, I don't think. But I will. Our senses are senses of joy. Our spirit wants to experience joy. So one way that you can do that is through emotion, you know, like being happy, like me, or feeling a sense of joy. The whole idea is to experience joy here. The sense of taste, like you eat an apple or, I don't know, some good Italian pasta, right? Brings joy. The sense of taste should bring joy to you. Seeing, seeing beautiful things, you know, whether it's in nature or people, it's meant to sense joy, bring joy into you. The sense of touch, to be able to touch something or touch someone, it's the same thing. Do you see? So all our senses are meant to bring joy into the spirit so we can experience joy. That's the whole thing. But us as human beings have created an absolute misery here on earth because of how we've set it up through stupid people, I might add, right? So, but the whole idea of being on earth and having this physical experience is to experience joy and everything that you need to do that, you have. There's not one thing you don't have. Unless you have, you know, some other physical problem. <laughs> you have the ability through emotion to experience joy. You have the ability through thought to experience joy. You have the experience of the whole body as a mechanism to sense what's out there and feel to experience joy. If you're not, it's your fault. No one else's. It's your fault. Because everything is available for you to do that. You don't need stuff to do that. You only need you. That's it. You can stand in the desert and feel the heat and feel a cool breeze go across your face. Brings you joy, doesn't it? Do you need anything else? No. Right? So the whole experience here on Earth is to experience the wonderment of what the universe created for you to experience joy. There is no other reason. Look at the beauty that exists within everything. That's why the universe created it. All right. So now I'm going to go to something else. Um, in relation to that. I want to pick this up. Hang on. I have a vase here. It's a beautiful green vase. Now, notice what I said. 
it's a beautiful green vase. So who is it beautiful to? Me. Somebody else can look at this vase and go, oh, I don't like that. You know, <laughs> it reminds me of my grandmother used to scream at me all the time or something, you know. My mother used to make me eat uncooked pancakes or some damn thing, you know. Now there's a green vase on the table. So you see, we form, you know, beliefs about them. <laughs> I don't know where to put it down. Hang on, put it here. There we are. <laughs> so we form beliefs about things on how we think they are. Hmm? So the vase. I think it's beautiful. Somebody else says, oh, it's horrible. What's true? Both and neither. It's just a vase. It's an object. Do you see? So I then put my belief on the vase. And my belief is going to let me feel joy, misery, sadness, or whatever. Do you see? So I go, oh, I love the vase. It makes me feel joyful. My friend over here says, oh, I hate the vase. I'm miserable. What? <laughs> Do you see? The vase is an object. It has no feeling. It has no meaning. It's just something that somebody created. But we put our belief system on it as to what we think it is, which is erroneous, and what we, how we should feel about it, which is erroneous, which determines how we're going to be. Everything is an object. An argument with another person is an object. It just sits out there. Then you decide about the object, how you're going to feel. The object doesn't decide for you. The vase doesn't decide for me. I decide. Do you see? People. Now, some people won't like this, but I don't care. People are objects. We have a mental makeup inside of us on how we feel about certain people or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. How we feel about certain people. They're objects. And we allow that to decide, you know, what we think inside, how that should be. But everything is equal. Everything is just that. Then we actually put our belief systems, our emotions, our screwed up ideas of every damn thing onto it to determine how we're going to feel. Nothing does it. You do it. So when it comes to feeling joy, I'll go back to that, right? Everything that you need to feel joy is right in front of you. It's never been anywhere else. It's right in front of you. But like I said, like with objects, like people and stuff, you know, your dog, <laughs> whatever, you know, they're just things that are there. They have no interpretation of anything. You put the interpretation on it and you allow those interpretations to tell you how you're going to feel and what you're going to think which I can tell you now is completely erroneous and it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. I practice this thing of not thinking. <laughs> I do it a lot. 
And it's really interesting because everything to me is neutral. You know, I'm looking at, you know, my coffee maker. That's neutral. Mm. What else can I look at here? Well, I don't know where the spider is, but he's neutral to me as well. He's a spider. But I appreciate the fact that he's on my microphone to let me know. <laughs> so to me, everything is sort of neutral. I cannot tell you how much peace and joy that brings me. Because you know why? I'm not judging everything every moment. I'm not saying, okay, that's good, that's bad. I like this, I don't like this. This hurt me, this didn't hurt me like that. I don't do that. It took me a little while to learn it. I'll tell you. It has freed me beyond belief. Because I'm not tied into all this stuff, right? I, I live in the sense of, you know, joy most of the time. I've learned to do it on the freeway. That is the biggest test, trust me. I go to visit um, a friend of mine up in, um, it's two hours away, right? Two and a half hours. Could be three. Could be four. Depending on people, how they're driving on the freeway. You want to learn patience and seeing everything as objects so they don't affect you? Try that. <laughs> Believe me. I see people do the craziest things. I'm thinking, what planet did they come from? <laughs> anyway, so, so I have practiced this. I, like I tell you things that I know that works. And I'm thinking, you know, I only have so much time left on this planet, which doesn't mean I'm dying tomorrow, in case some of you are wondering, right? But I'm thinking, why wouldn't I want to have the greatest experience in being happy and seeing things if I only have so much time here? So this is what I do. Because I understand something about spiritual law. Whatever you put out there emotionally, comes back to you in the form of events. So I frustrate my friends here who I who I <laughs> I drive them to some places. I go through eight, seven, nine traffic lights and they're all green and they just look at me. I said, it has to do with the energy you put out. So if you get yourself into this state of non-judgment, right? And just looking at everything, oh yeah, it's a plant, but it's beautiful and I like it. So you bring a sense of joy to it. Okay, fine. That sends that energy out into the universe. And then everything that starts to come towards you in the future has that sense of joy to it. This is why I'm telling you this. Right. The more anger, the more hate, the more discontent that you put out there through your thinking and feeling, which you do automatically, right? The more you attract events that match that. The universe supports you at where you are. So wherever you are emotionally, physically, the universe keeps bringing that to you because it thinks, oh, you know, Michael wants this, right? That's how it works. I mean, I know this is complex for a lot of people, but this is how it works. Prove it to yourself. I've told you, live in fear of getting a speeding ticket or parking ticket for like three weeks, and I guarantee you'll get one. Live with a sense of like, peace or joy in your life and all the problems in your life start to dissolve and you start to bring things to you that contain that peace or joy. This is why I'm telling you this. If you're going to be here, enjoy it. Know how to choose what brings you joy and what brings you happiness. And have those things in your life. You are a child of the universe. That's what you are. <laughs>
to experience all the wonderful things that exist. That's what you are. I said to you last time or the time before, you are an aspect of the universe who's having a physical experience through you. This is what you are. And you're having the same experience. This is what you are. I, I see how people tie themselves up mentally in things. Whatever you keep putting energy into as a problem stays a problem for you. Einstein understood this. In a simple way of saying it, the level of consciousness or the level of thinking that created a problem in your life you cannot solve the problem from the same level of consciousness or thinking that created it. It just keeps it in place. In a simple way of being able to solve problems so that you can expect or experience more joy in your life is simply see the problem as solved. Or, remember, problems are objects as well. So when you look at it, you then apply emotion to it. Like for somebody, a problem might be like devastating. The same problem to somebody else might not be. Because one person might be a problem solver and the other person might not. They, they get stuck. Do you see? But a problem is an object. So what do you do? Any problem you have in your life, and this is going to sound blah, blah, blah to you, but it works. Apply the feeling of peace or harmony or love to the problem. And you keep seeing it in your mind being solved. I guarantee you it will solve itself without you doing practically anything. <clears throat> because you've just taken the power of the universe and applied it to something to solve it. This is how miracles happen how almost impossible kind of situations get solved. I, I've said this before. I practiced this for a while, for a while. <laughs> and I sent it out and I noticed it. Like I'd imagine every day love going out into the, into the world, you know, and I imagine it coming back. And I noticed that all the small problems in my life just started to just dissolve in front of me, just like that. Everything is energy. Understand that. Energy. Whatever energy you put out is the energy that supports whatever's there and your life. You see... So, let's see here. Okay. So understand the thing about you are, you're not your body, all right? And you're not your brain. Your brain is a computer that runs your body and does things automatically and has memory in it so that you can remember things, right? It doesn't solve problems. The spirit that you are solves the problem, not the brain, right? So your physical body, remember this, is meant to be an instrument of joy for you. Use it that way. That's what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be something that makes you miserable. You know, if you take care of it just somewhat, it'll take care of you and allow you to have this incredible experience. Right? Very, very simple. And so remember, everything is an object, right? It's just something, you know, hanging on the wall or whatever. And you decide how that object's going to affect you. 
So you have the choice of allowing anything to affect you in any way. But we become conditioned into thinking, well, I don't like my eggs scrambled, so, you know, I'm going to be miserable because somebody just scrambled them for me. No, they're just objects. You can change that thinking. You can go, you know what, I'm actually going to enjoy this. And guess what? You enjoy it. That's how simple it is. You don't need two years of therapy about scrambled eggs, right? You can make the decision right within that moment to change it. You can make the decision within any moment towards anything to change it. The power is within you, not the objects that are outside of you. They represent nothing. They're just objects, all right? People, beliefs, everything, all right? So there we are. <laughs> I can't believe I get through these things. <laughs> I do. Anyway, so I hope this makes sense to you. And um, probably about another week, two weeks, we'll do another podcast and uh, see how we can go more towards making the experience on Earth a joyous physical experience for you. Because that's what it's meant to be. Nothing else. There is no learning of lessons. I mean, the, the lessons that we learn is how to become happier. That should be the lesson. You know, we don't have to, there's no some great spiritual lesson we have to learn or anything like this. What we're actually learning to do, what we're learning to do here, right, is to let go. To let go. I mean, I did it. Oh, I used to like, oh, let me control this. Oh, okay, let me control that. I just let go of everything. And I learned to live right in the moment with a sense of joy. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I just cannot tell you. It is unbelievable. Right? Because nothing owns me. You know, emotions own you. You know, if you're angry at somebody, you are the one that's hurting you. It's like turning a knife around and putting it in you. The other person is not doing it. You are doing it to you because that's your thinking towards them. Like I said, they're like an object. Do you see? So you just let go of it. What's the point? What is the point? You let go. Okay, so once again, that's my podcast. And uh, thank you for listening to all you people all over the world. And um, I'll be doing another one again soon. Thank you.